It's time for the Riley and Rookie Show, segment of the week. We're going to make a little bit of a game out of it. We kind of are converting our $35 million of money into, let's call it Monopoly money. We have points, I guess. 35 Everybody points. Everybody likes points. It pretty much equates to a million. A point equates to a million. And we have assigned, well, Brendan has assigned points um, to NFL free agents based on their rankings, the top 100 free agents off of, uh, this was Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Basically, we simplified it because, you know, we could sit here and talk about how much every guy's worth. And, you know, this isn't really a realistic game to play. Obviously, the guys that, that are were put, like, number one, if he's a quarterback versus if he's an offensive tackle, obviously, if he's a quarterback, he makes more money. Right. But we're trying to just make it as simple as, as can be and still have fun with it. I agree. And I think either way, this opens, it opens up the discussion and, and really makes you think about who you're going to consider – uh, bringing bringing to this team now, the way that we have kind of divided up the points is that your top ten guys on that list are worth fifteen. This and we have thirty five to spend. Yeah, there you go. The Lions have thir- about thirty five million dollars, so we're going to say thirty five points. Your top ten is fifteen. The next ten, uh, eleven through twenty, is twelve. Twenty one to thirty is ten. Thirty one to forty is seven. Forty one to fifty is five. Fifty one to sixty is three. 61 to 70 is 2, and then after that is 1. Now, I know that's a lot of numbers if we just threw in your face. We'll try and, when, when we say a player, we will reiterate how much points he is worth and kind of break that down mathematically. So there's a lot of ways you can go about doing this. Right. You could, you could spend up big. You know, the, the highest tier is only 15 points. So you, can, you could get two elite players. And, like, and you still have five left to spend. You know, you could get two elite players, and if you wanted to grab some depth, go out and grab five guys who are worth one point. Exactly. Uh, you, can, you can try and find some middle guys. There's a lot of different ways to go about doing this. But, Jake, I'm going to let you start. Sure. Before we do that, if you want to call, obviously it's a little complicated for you to get, get everybody. Here's what we'll do. You can name some free agents you're interested in. We'll give you their point total. And you can give us a yes or no. Are they worth that? I like that. So two four eight three seven zero four two seven four the number if you wanna wanna play that style of our game. Uh, but Jake, until we get a call, let's kick it off with you. All right, I'll go right ahead. Now my first one, I went really really risky on the first one because the first guy I picked is worth one point. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I started looking and um, I, I did a little bit of research to Google who who are some of the guys the Lions are looking at and if I, you see a, there's a couple articles suggesting uh, that Anquan Bolden is interested in the Lions. Now, he has worked a little bit with Jim Caldwell in the past, and so I looked uh, to see where Jim, or where Anquan Bolden was on that list, and one point, I think that that is a steal. I think you could consider that almost a sleeper. Now, there's some good receivers out there. You have Mohamed Sanu, you have like Jermaine Kearse, who has played with Golden Tate before. I had Mohamed Sanu on my list initially, but it was a little expensive for me. Now... Of course, I had to weigh it out. I want to spend more money in bigger spots. I think Anquan Bolden, he's like 35. You can get a couple years out of him, and he is a big dude. You have, you already have Golden Tate, who's like, he can be your number one, but he's kind of just a natural slot receiver. He's got the speed, the quick cuts. That's just his style. Game. That's his style. That's his game. I think putting in an Anquan Bolden, I don't care what side you put him on, make him your number two, whatever, um, is not... Of course, he's never going to be a Calvin Johnson, and I don't plan to replace Calvin Johnson. You can't. It's not. It's not something that you can do. But I think 
because he is so cheap, I think he would be a good uh, addition to bring in. You know, he's an older guy. You get a couple years out of him, and then, you know, reconsider another free agent or or draft somebody. But for right now, you can afford to look to other aspects. Uh, so so there was my first one. I went really low with that. Next, I'm looking at... Run- so, Jake, you're at $34 million left to spend, and yeah. you've acquired Anquan Bolden. I'm sorry, 34 points 30, to spend. Right. And you've acquired points. Anquan Bolden. Yeah, so we're moving along. Uh, then I started to take a look at running backs. You know, Lions have drafted some running backs in the NFL draft, which we haven't really been a fan of. Amir Abdullah was decent. He's going to have his issues. I don't know how long he's going to last. So pick up a running back out of free agency, I think. He's, there's, there are some good guys to look at. Um, and guys that you know, you want to get somebody that's going to be dependable because that's a problem we've had. We bring in a running back. They're not too dependable. They suffer from injuries. They have fumbling issues, or we have to build them up. Doug Martin, he's been in the league for a few years. He has he has some experience. He hasn't had too many um, issues. I think he's a fairly conceit. No, but that's where you're wrong. CJ, he had that great season. He struggled for two years. There was some talk he wouldn't start last year. And then he came out, and it seemed like he figured it out again. Now yeah, he's I guess on a bad consistency team. isn't the good way for me to put it. But I think last year he proved that he, he, he is uphill now. Now, Jake, here's where I have a problem with Doug Martin. I actually like Doug Martin. I think he's a, he fits on this team. If you want to add a running back, you want them to be a power back. Doug Martin is that. Um, so he fits in that way. But what did he cost you? Well, he cost me 12 points. 12 points. He was in the top That's 20. a third of your money or your points in this situation. It's big. I'm, I'm open to a running back. That's that one's a risk because you want another one, you have to go down the list, list a bit, get a cheaper one. You're probably looking at like a Lamar Miller. I don't want to steal anybody that, that you may, ha- may have put, but honestly, that's, that's just one of the maybe other two guys. Okay, so Jake, you got 22 points left, and so far you've only gone offense. So you've now used a third of your total points and over a third of your total points and you don't have a defensive player. Now, that's okay. You have a lot of points left, but you know my take on this. You know I believe the Lions need to spend their money on defense and, and make this a top-five defense because you've got the money to do it. I, I'm with you on that, but here's something that I think is... You need a quarterback next? You want to grab Brock Osweiler for 15 points? Don't insult me. <laughs> uh, next, I'll, move, I'll go ahead and move to defense. Next guy I looked at, I want a cornerback, and I think that the Lions will benefit from having a veteran quarterback. Obviously not somebody as old as Mathis, because Mathis is, you know, it's his time, his time to go. Um, but somebody who's been in the league for a while and has a skill set that can, I th- think, balance out what some of the younger guys are doing. And I took a look at Adam Jones. And I can understand if people are going to disagree with me on this because Adam Jones, you know, was really good when he was young, was out of the league for I don't know a few years. Was I think. he? Yeah, he got in he got in legal trouble, well, I mean, and then he was he was, arrested a, he was eight a times pro- in his first year. I didn't know he ever actually left the league. He did. He was a wrestler for a little bit. Huh. You didn't know that? He's a quarterback. I can't believe a corner played or was he was a he was a wrestler. He wasn't. I don't know if he was on like WWE or anything like that. But he was. Uh, he was like. I figured you meant like an actual professional wrestling or semi-professional. So you mean like an acting wrestler? Yeah, not like an like acting a, wrestler. Not like a put your helmet on okay. your leotard. On. That's yeah. a bit more understandable. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about like a like an, a wrestler, like no. the actual like he competition was like an wrestling. actor wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's only worth seven points. He was he was ranked somewhere in, in that tier. I liked Adam Jones. I had Adam Jones on my list. I agree. I, I think corner, if you can grab a corner somewhere, that's a good way to go. I, I ended up moving on from him for a different corner who was a, a little bit cheaper, same ballpark. For a guy his age, he still has a lot of skill, and I think he could teach some of the younger guys. You know, he has character issues, but you, the know, thing you can't nice, argue though, talent. I mean, he had an incident last year 
I don't remember exactly what, but for the most part, it seems like he has matured, and there's almost value in having a guy who had issues and grew through them versus guys who have been clean from day one mm-hmm. because you have guys who can help other players through it. And I, there's a lot of value to that. He's, he's sort of had a, a comeback, so to speak. Now, this next one might even be more controversial if you're a Lions fan. Hold on. Let's, Jake, let's take a moment to reset so everyone knows where you're at. Right. So Anquan Bolden was worth one. Doug Martin was 12. Adam Jones is seven. That puts me at 20. I have 15 left to spend. And you've got a wide receiver, a running back, and a cornerback. Yes. Okay. Next, I went with defensive tackle. Now, I think this is controversial. Jake thinks everything he does is controversial. He's Mr. Controversy <laughs> over here. Because Nick Fairley is the guy I picked. And he was already formerly a Lion. We ended up letting him go. And then he played for the Rams and kind of showed a little bit that he grew up. He had an all-right season on the Rams, and he was more of like a prove-it type of thing. He had this one-year deal. He went over there, and he played pretty good. See, I love, I love when moments like these come up, Jake. Where I can explain to you why we don't use the name rookie very often, as, although we do in the show. But these are the kind of moments when I can explain to you, to people here and to you yourself why you're called the rookie. Now, I thought about Nick Fairley as well, so I don't think it's crazy. That's not what it's about. The fact that you say he showed he grew up. Jake, do you know what he showed? He showed he wants to get paid. He signed a one-year prove-it deal. That's not growing up. Players do that all the time. They get into their contract year, they play out of their minds, they get a huge contract, and then they stop playing. That is not growing up, it's playing for money. He will not prove anything to me until he signs a multi-year deal and still continues to play at a high level. That's a good point. Maybe bring him back for just a year or two then. Well, I don't know if he's going to sign a contract like that because he did a good job on his prove-it deal. I thought about Nick Fairley as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with thinking Nick Fairley. It's your justification okay, that I disagree understandable. with. That's understandable. All right, the last one I went with, I figured I got 10 points left. Uh, left. Might as well put it into something that's going to help the offensive line a little bit. I went with a tackle, Kelvin Beecham uh, from the Steelers. I mean... You really can't go wrong with with taking somebody from the Steelers, I feel like. And we were we were talking about it. If you were to go for an offensive lineman, you go with tackle or guard and and you brought up the fact we've gone with tackles so many years in the well, past. No, 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 no. No, you've gone you've drafted two guards in the top right. 3 rounds in that's, the last 3 that's years. That's what I meant. So then you have to go with a tackle and I think, according to this article, Beecham suffered uh, an ACL tear last week, but that's something you can recover from. He's only 26 years old, so he's got some youth in him. He's in that uh, in the 20 to 30 range, so that's what I spent my last points on. Give us a, a left tackle uh, in Beecham. You know, the Steelers have a solid offensive line. You could take anybody from there, and I'd be probably pretty happy with it. Two four eight three seven zero four two seven four. I'd also love to hear your grades. On uh, Jake's plan for free agency as well as mine. Jake, I don't hate it. I give myself a B minus. No, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I hope you give yourself an A plus. If you're giving yourself a B minus, you did a pretty bad I was job. Being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, Jake, you went out and spent a little too much on offense for my taste. Because defensively, you added Nick Fairley, so you added a mid level cornerback or t- defensive tackle. And Adam Jones, I, I like the Adam Jones acquisition. I'm okay with the Nick Fairley acquisition. Where I have an issue is that's all you're adding on defense. You just use all of your money. You're completely putting everything into offense. So yeah, that, that's well, where I, I have put an issue. fifteen points worth of uh, you know of that into defense, but it was fifteen out across of thirty-five two players. Yeah, but then again, you got to. I mean, th- this is a game of points. This isn't. This isn't realistically how it would pan out in the NFL. I get what you're saying, though. All right, go ahead. Well, I bet you can tell what way I'm going. 
Defense. Defense heavy. Do you have any offensive players? Yes, I have okay, two. Do that. <laughs> you want me to go offense first? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's start with the guy that Jake started with, Anquan Bolden. You know, now, let me say something, Jake. You know, you know my thoughts on Michael Floyd. Yeah? I don't actually know what's going on. Because I didn't see him on the list, but I also haven't heard about him getting re-signed. So I guess we'd have to look into that. Can you look that up while I move yeah, ahead I'll with my list? Look. I have not heard anything about him getting re-signed, but he was not on this list. So for that reason, I didn't. I didn't include him, but I, I think Anquan Bolden makes a lot of sense. Even if he's not that good, I'm not really looking to make a major improvement at wide receivers. Add a veteran guy who can make some plays here and there. Yeah, he's dependable. And the thing is, at, at a one-point cost, there's no risk. I don't even hardly view that as a cost. I could sign 35 one-point one guys. So Anquan Bolden uh, made a lot of sense to me. My other offensive player, I went with a halfback as well. I went a cheaper route because I have an issue paying my halfback 12 points, which is what you did. I went Chris Ivory. Ivory's a guy who, to be honest, until this season, I wasn't very high on. But this year, I thought Ivory had a pretty good year. He's a physical dude. That guy runs people over, and that's the kind of guy you want next to Amir Abdullah. I think that they complement each other, and for only five points, I think it's a good fit. So those are my only two offensive players. So after those two, I've spent six points. I have 29 points to spend on defense. Let me cut in really quick. I, I put Michael Floyd, Michael Floyd free agency. You know how, like, Google will pop up with, like, news? It doesn't even have any, like, news about any any chatter about what, what I'll move forward. Uh, do one more search for me. Michael Floyd, new contract. If you see anything, let me know. If you don't, just we'll continue to move on. All right. So... Now, here's where I go big on defense. Here's where I invest heavily. I've made it known that since, really, the start of last year, I, I, I need a defensive tackle. And I don't just need an okay defensive tackle. I need a very good one. Right now, I think you have an elite defensive end. You have an elite uh, cornerback. And I hope you have an elite linebacker where there's a little bit of reason to be nervous about Levy missing the whole season. But, so, you've got a guy at every level. It's time to start adding on and having maybe two guys at every level. So I'm adding a defensive tackle. He is the number one guy on this list. That's Malik Jackson of Denver. He cost me 15 points. Malik Jackson started as a pass rusher, which is the kind of defensive tackle who's done well in Detroit. But over the last year, he's become an all-down, every-kind-of-play type of defensive tackle. This is the kind of move, you add Malik Jackson, put him next to Ansa. even if you don't have other good players on that line, you're going to get some pressure on quarterbacks. Now, that's a big move. I mean, that's 15 million do- or 15 uh, points. I mean, that that's the most money either of us has spent on any player. Yeah, I didn't put anybody. I didn't put, have any top tens. So for me, I was already at six points spent with uh, those 15 points. That puts me at 21 points spent. Jake, that leaves me with a full max left because our highest our highest is 15 points. So if I wanted to, I could go with another 15 points. But you didn't. I didn't do that. But I went high. I, I, st- I still went, well, no, no, that's not true. I thought I had a high player left. I didn't. So Malik Jackson was my only my only uh, premium player. My next one is a guy who, when he's healthy, this one's risky. This is probably, uh, I'm going to steal from Mr. Controversy sitting right next to me and say, this one's controversial. Um, I went with a guy who, when he's healthy, could be a 15-point player. He's just never healthy, so there's a lot of risk in that. Rolando McClain. Hmm. The middle linebacker from the Dallas Cowboys. When this guy is healthy, you put him next to DeAndre Levy. You put him behind Malik Jackson and Ezekiel Ansah. Man, if that defense stays healthy, I don't even care what your secondary looks like. But here's the thing, Jake. (laughs) I'm still spending money on my secondary. 
I'm not done yet. So how much was he worth? Five. 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 That's a steal. Exactly. Now he's risky because of the injury, but for five points I can do that. So what am I at now? I got I got nine points left. Yeah, I have I have nine points left. I'm gonna get two players with those nine points. So I'm gonna continue to go cheaper. Or no, I'm sorry. Do I have more than that? I have eight. I have eight points left. No, I have nine points left. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? You forced me to go out of the way. I, I put them in order. Fair enough. You went in the order you wrote them down. I'm going all over the place because you wanted my offensive players first. Go ahead. All right. So the next position, I'm going back to defensive tackle, and I'm resigning Haloti Nada. Here's the thing. I know a lot of people were disappointed with Nada. He didn't do what he was expected to do early on in the season. I mean, he was battling injuries, and that's understandable. He's getting up there in age, too. But as a guy who does a lot of reading on on the Lions, but Detroit sports in general, I, I was reading a lot from Baltimore Raven fans that Nada has a history of showing up to camp overweight, not in shape, uh, struggling early on in the season. But by the time the late season, the playoffs roll around, he's one of the best tackles in the league. Hmm. And if I'm putting that next to the stud in Malik Jackson, and I'm rotating into Von Walker, who they've already re-signed, I'm okay with that. You know, he's almost like the Nick Fairley in a way. Of of the the team that made the playoffs two years ago. Yeah, and maybe it's really start. It's really time to start looking for those guys that are going to be uh, effective in the playoffs because, th- I mean, that's our goal. We need to win a playoff game pretty soon here. Otherwise, we're gonna have a mass exodus in Detroit of of Lions fans. I mean, we we've gone a, a few times recently or a couple times recently, and I think yeah, that's something that is underrated. Something you need to consider. Haloti Nada, or I mean, what you know, what the Ravens commented about Haloti Nada at the end of the season and in the playoffs. All right, Jake, I'm, I'm going to speed this up. I got two left. Uh, I go cornerback next. Five points. I'm spending Prince Amukamara. Um, That's a good pickup. Uh, a lower level cornerback, not a star by any means, but you know he doesn't need to be. Darius Slay is an elite level corner, so putting Prince Amukamara next to him. Uh, the Lions had a lot of success with Quandre Diggs, and uh, I can't remember the other guy, but another slot. Barry. No, I, I I don't have any idea who Barry is. It's not you don't Barry. remember Aaron Barry? Are, wait, are you being serious? Are you talking about... Are you being serious? We're talking about cornerbacks. Aaron Barry retired like four years ago. You were... I'm not saying bring him back. I thought you were referencing... No, a, I'm referencing somebody from last year. Whatever. I don't remember his name. I have to look at a roster, but they had some success. With corners in the slot last year that they drafted late, uh, Lawson. I thought Nevin Lawson. you were just talking about guys that worked. As no, he a wasn't even good. Though. But Nevin Lawson. So add Prince of Mukamara, and now I feel pretty safe at corner. And finally, I spend my last point on bringing back Jason Jones. Jason Jones is a guy who I feel has been underrated. He's not an elite elite defensive end, but he he's satisfactory. Jake, let me take a moment to explain to you. Just I'm going to go over the players real quick. What my defense looks like after these moves. On the defensive line, I have Ezekiel Ansah next to Malik Jackson, next to Haloti Nada, next to Jason Jones. I, I feel strong. That's pretty scary. I yeah. feel strong at every single spot on the defensive line. Then you go to linebacker. I have DeAndre Levy next to Rolando McLean, next to insert linebacker here. We don't really have <laughs> It doesn't even matter. Uh, I mean, right now it's probably, oh, what's his name? I, I'm struggling with some names from Lions players right now. It's been an offseason. Yeah, but it's... Uh, your third linebacker is not really going to be anything special unless you draft one. Uh, and then in the secondary, at cornerback, I got Darius Slay next to Prince of Mukamara, next to Nevin Lawson, next to Quandre Diggs. And then at safety, I have Glover Quinn next to, insert name here. So if you go and you get these guys that I want to get, you have a defense that basically has, I will say, an above-average player at every single position 
outside of linebacker three, which nowadays you don't use three linebackers on a lot of downs. People play three wide receivers on most plays. And safety number two. And you still have a draft to make some moves. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, you're setting up your defense, and then you also fix your wide receiver problem. Who was your other uh, offensive player? I, I don't okay, think Okay, you remedy Bolden. your receiver problem. Yeah, I would call Anquan Bolden is kind of like taking a, a Tylenol when you have a headache. <laughs> but, like, there's a deeper me- meaning to that headache. You know, it, it, it kind of it, it pushes your problems down the road a bit, but I wouldn't say it solves the problem. I'm letting some problems hang on offense. My other problems, or my other player was Ivory. Right, um, right. To be honest... I might have made a mistake there. You could probably justify spending five points on your receiver and then one on your running back because you don't really need a running back. Running backs may be more of a luxury. Um, but I but just, with an offense that struggled, why not? Why not try to switch it? Up? Why not try to add a little bit of a running game? Yeah, I mean, and of you know, can have a running game without a good offensive line. A but running game leans towards a better defense too because you get to run some time off the clock. You get to keep your defense off the field. Those kind of things kind of go hand in hand. So that's that's the team I put together. Yeah, I think I think a, the running back works as well. With maybe you know the way that I had to balance out the points and stuff. I think you maybe want to go more somewhere along the lines of I, I, I'm starting to like Lamar Miller. I mentioned him during during my. He's a little well. cheaper, right? Yeah, he is. See, why I don't like him is because he's a lot like Amir Abdullah. But if you can save some money, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, you 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 have the idea of getting a like a bulldozer type of dude. Yeah, like that's a, what I like. But I can understand why you take a a drop down just for money purposes. Let's take our final break of the show. When we come back, we're gonna do something we we do a lot, and that's compare the Pistons and the Red Wings. They're two teams that are for the most part up and coming. They're comparable circumstances. So we're gonna compare those teams coming up next. This is the Riley Nookie Show, WXOU, eighty-eight point three. Catch us live on Tuesdays from 1 to 2 on 88.3 FM or WXOU.org.